the Kitchen Table Theology Podcast, where Pastor Jeff Cranston, along with our host, Jen Denton, will discuss biblical theology in an understandable way. You'll discover how to apply biblical truth to your life. Thanks for joining us at the table. Let's get started. Well, hello again, y'all, and welcome to Kitchen Table Theology. I'm your host, Jen Denton, and along with Pastor Jeff Cranston, we're discovering what the Scripture teaches regarding theological topics. Our goal is to always put the theological cookies on the bottom shelf where we can all reach them. And we try to do this in ways that are very applicable to the lives we live, because the real power of theology is not only knowing it, but applying it. Today is a special day, Kitchen Table Theologians. Pastor Jeff, you want to tell us what today marks? This is our 100th podcast. We never thought we'd make it this far. Our goal was 25 <laughs> when we started, but we're sitting here in the Kitchen Table Theology studios surrounded by balloons and cake and ice cream. There's a confetti cannon I hear that's coming. Cannon. And, One thing uh, remains the same, though. Up? The Southern Pecan Coffee is still That's real. Here. Yes, it's still here. That's it's happening. still real. <laughs> I've had mine. You've got yours. I've got mine, yes. And if I had another paper cup, we could clink our paper cups <laughs> together in celebration. Can so. you clink paper? No. I don't know. No, no. Paper is the one-year anniversary, though, when you're married, so you know it would well, be we've fitting. Been, we're almost at two years. Uh, we are. April will be, April 2022 two. will be two years. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, hey, speaking of the origins of Kitchen Table Theology, we thought here marking our triple-digit episode today. <laughs> Jen and I are just going to talk today. There's no theology. In jazz music, they call this riffing. We're riffing. <laughs> this is the first and only time I've ever sat here with you, and I did not have notes in front of me, so I'm very nervous. He's very nervous because, yes, well, well everyone should be a, everyone little, should be a little bit nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so we just wanted, we thought it might be fun today to give you, our faithful listeners, so many of you have been with us from the very beginning, mm-hmm. just some insight into the background. So we're going to do a little rapid fire. We're just going to talk about <laughs> Kitchen Table Theology, the podcast for a few minutes today for our origins. 100th, and this is the way we're going to celebrate. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about ourselves. <laughs> Well, we're going to talk about kind of the overall mission yes, and are. vision and we those are. types of things. So my first question to you, Pastor Jeff Cranston, what kind of gave you the idea to start Kitchen Table Theology? I, I know it was something in the works for a long time, mm-hmm. but what was the passion that was driving this, the origin of that? Yeah, I think I started seriously thinking about it probably four years ago. And that's when I started listening to podcasts to some extent with a different ear. How do they do it? I mean, we didn't have a clue how to start a podcast. I listened to a bunch. I listened to some different formats. I listened to different types, not all the same kind of genre to hear what people were doing, what kind of intros and outros they had, and just everything. I started listening to it from a podcast engineering type of, mm-hmm. with that, that type of ear. So I did that for a while and then started uh, talking to some folks on our staff here who are way more technical than myself or, or you, Jen. And so they helped. So without our team here, it would have never gotten off the ground. But what drove it was the increasing lack of biblical literacy that I see in the church, including our own church. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to try to do something to help people 
in their biblical knowledge in the area of theology and, and doctrine. It's an area I'm very uh, committed to, I'm, I'm very passionate about. I'm always learning. I probably have learned more than anybody doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. So that, and coupled with all of a sudden, in April of 2020, most of us had way more time on our hands. A lot of time on our hands. <laughs> and so once Jen and I figured out, because we were just hardly even understanding what Zoom was, I mean, in my world. For sure. I was using it a little bit for work, I think, yeah, at the time. Yeah, I've heard about nothing, people yeah. using it, mm-hmm. but... And once we kind of got to the point where we were comfortable enough with each other that they w- we weren't going to make each other sick with COVID, yeah. we started doing it. And I asked you, because you have previous podcast experience. A little bit. Yeah. little bit. little bit. And I was on your podcast. You were. <laughs> you were back when I drove the bus. Back when you drove yes. the bus. Where's that bus now? <laughs> I don't. It's still driving. Is it's, it? It's just without me. I, they left me at a bus stop, and I I bid them adieu. Adieu. Yes. Adieu's a great first word on Wordle. On Wordle. Yes, it is a great first word. But on Wordle. we digress. We so digress. That's how it started. It started at the beginning of COVID, and I said, okay, I've got this project. So I finished a book mm-hmm. during that time and published a book in August of 2020. Started the podcast in April of 2020 with with you. Well, talk a little bit about this tagline, not only knowing it, but applying it. What was the the heart behind that? Because there had to be a driver for that. I was looking for a tagline, and I read about an eight or nine paragraph editorial mm. in a magazine, and I still have it somewhere. And there was a line very similar to that. And it sort of jumped out off the page at me. It, it was concise, and I just kind of worked that line mm-hmm. a little bit and came up with where where we're at now. Mm-hmm. And do you feel like that's kind of a, a missing piece within yeah. the body of Christ? As far I wanted, as- I wanted to have something to say about our podcast that you not only have to know it, and a lot of people stop there, and we can't stop there. With you know what Proverbs says, knowledge or Ecclesiastes maybe uh, I should have looked this up. <laughs> knowledge puffs up, as is either a proverb or a proverb in Ecclesiastes. I can't remember. And so, if you just have the knowledge, that's good. But if there's no application of the knowledge or the doctrine in this case, the theology to your life, mm-hmm. it it really is not doing its work in you. Mm-hmm. And that's the point of studying theology and doctrine, is to have it do, do its work in you mm-hmm. and in your, in your heart and in your walk with Christ. Mm-hmm. And we say not only knowing it, referring to the Word, right. but as we kind of boil that down, how then have you been able to say, okay, this is an, an area of Scripture I want to dive into. This is a subject I want to dive into. How have you kind of mapped that out? And come up with the topics, you mean? Mm-hmm. In 1980 or whatever... <laughs> As I was studying for my second ordination with a second denomination, I was going through a two-year process where you met with a monthly mentor, you read a book a month, you wrote five theological position papers, and at the end of the two years, you sat, my recollection was six to eight very seasoned pastors, all much older than I was, and I sat in front of them for four and a half hours and gave an oral 
defense of my theology. Mm-hmm. The only thing I could have in front of me was a Bible. Mm-hmm. And I still have that list. They gave us, they, we, ha- we worked off a list of 188 questions. Mm. And it was divided systematically into these big topics, the doctrine of God, the doctrine of Christ, the doctrine of the Holy Spirit, et cetera, et cetera. So I just have done that, our podcast, off of those same topics. And that basically, what we've gone through in the last 99 podcasts is basically the body of what is known as systematic theology. Mm -hmm. There's also biblical theology. There's also practical theology. Mm -hmm. So we may go down that route next, but, and I guess the... For the next 100? (laughs) Yeah, so the... The big question that at least four or five people have been asking are four you four or are, five whole yeah, people? Yeah, yeah. Oh you, my goodness. Are you gonna continue? So <laughs> yeah, the big secret is not a secret. We are gonna continue. And so this is a good time for me to say thank you to you. Aww. Because kitchen table theologian, Jen comes in here. We do this during the daytime. Jen gives her own time out of her work day, and when absolutely possible, drives here to our church offices, where we record this. Now we have done, we've done quite a few by Zoom, and you can it hear that. It feels like quite a few, but I think we, it's, it's only been about five, six, five or six. It feels it like feel just like because it's not the same. But yeah. we fa- we found a new deal that I that we're going to use whenever we have to do that again because mm-hmm. Jen travels, I I travel, and I'm traveling more this year. And the last one that we did by that. I had a hard time telling that we weren't sitting across the table mm, from each mm-hmm. other, but normally we're sitting across the table from each other. So, yeah, it's just I just want to say thank you because this you're very popular in this podcast. I have people tell me, well, you you know, Jen's really the, why, the reason we we listen. I'm sure, yeah, and I'm waiting for lightning to strike. It's so, not a cloud in the sky, but I'm no, waiting for I, it to come I, down. <laughs> it's like we we like you, Jeff, but Jen has such a soothing voice. <laughs> So, my but, children and my husband do not always agree. <laughs> yeah, we don't get the shrill Jen. We, <laughs> I know, we, I know. We you don't get that version. Well, I, it really has been a joy. You know, one of the reasons selfishly that I agreed to do this is I wanted to learn. I wanted to learn more. You know, I, not really something I've shared here, but I left from a position in my life that I probably would have considered pretty much full-time ministry. And there was an aspect of that that was missing in, mm-hmm. in going into, you know, more of a, a corporate position right. is just um you know staying committed to that study and this makes me stay well, on my toes. Well, <laughs> Gives me that opportunity at least. <laughs> I'm longing for the day you score 100 on one of our quizzes. It'll be me and your little <laughs> granddaughter Callie will be neck and neck right there. Probably. <laughs> oh goodness. Well, hey, one of the things I really like that we do here is uh, and I think that it's it's also one of those missing niches and we didn't discuss it. I'm going to throw this out to you. So um, <laughs> Thank you. I like that we note contemporary authors, contemporary apologists, contemporary theologians, and I say contemporary, but it could go back to boredom and <laughs> right. you know and boredom. Boredom. Did you say boredom? I said, I said, said boredom. F W boredom. Boredom. And that was like a knife in your heart oh, after all these episodes. Uh, C. S. Lewis and all of these. You don't have a script. I know this is what happens <laughs> off script. We go back and we note all of these theologians, but we always couple that with what? We always go back to Scripture. We always go back to the Word, because I feel like there are many many podcasts, there are many articles that are written 
you know, that are kind of along the lines of, well, I heard one time Mm -hmm. or I read a study one time. And kind of the purpose of this whole podcast is to bring people back into the scriptures and to bring that to life. Yeah. We've done that, obviously. And there have been times, I'll be honest, where I felt like, man, we're, we're reading a long passage of Scripture here, and maybe we should shorten it. But good night. I mean, we're talking about doctrine and theology, so mm-hmm. there are times where we're going to have to read some verses and clue in. So that's what we've done. And we're going to keep, keep doing that to some extent. Mm-hmm. And we're going to also keep working on the application part. Mm-hmm. Because as, as we said earlier, that's really, really important. So what would you say then is the most, is the hardest part of this process? I think I know what it is, but but what is the hardest? It's the preparation. It's, I was going to say it's at least the most time consuming. <laughs> yeah, I spend about two and a half hours mm-hmm. per podcast researching and writing it up. and. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me, I know yeah, you do. Me, yeah, me too. <laughs> you, get, you get it the night before. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Jen has has winged it many a time, very very adroitly, I I, I must say. But only because you were fervently praying over the material and the yeah, content well, until I work very hard at it, you and do. Uh, I enjoy it. And we've created a ton of content, and it'll live out there in podcast world mm-hmm. for a long, long time. And people find us every week, and yeah, it's that. But I also enjoy that. But it's it's just a lot of time where where your seat is in the seat, mm-hmm. and I've got five theology books spread out in front of me with my Bible, and mm-hmm. I just dive in. And a lot of times when I begin knowing the topic, I don't know where it's quite going to take mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, I try to sprinkle it in with illustrations and mm-hmm. our, our pretty lame attempts at humor and and all that kind of thing. <laughs> How is it different than your preparation for Sunday mornings? That's a really good question. I know I'm writing for a different audience with the podcast, because mm-hmm. this podcast is primarily, I would say, in the high 90, per- 90 percentile of Christians. Mm-hmm. And with a sermon, I know I'm speaking to a fair number of unbelievers mm-hmm. every Sunday here mm-hmm. at this church. So I have to put something in for them. And if you're I, looking up kitchen table theology or you're finding it, then you're probably, you have a pretty targeted search. I do, there. Yeah, yeah. This is a niche kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And on Sundays, I have to communicate to four generations. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I, and I think about that a lot when I'm preparing the sermon, I don't think about that at all when I'm preparing this. This is just like straight out doctrine, straight mm-hmm. out theology. And so I don't really have to think generationally. Mm-hmm. for the podcast as much as I do for a sermon. Mm-hmm. Well, with that with that effort that is made, or as I like to refer to it, an investment that is made, what is the most rewarding part, or what has been the most rewarding part of these 100 episodes? It's been very, really rewarding getting to this point. It's been very rewarding knowing we found an audience. We're seeing like 3,000 or more downloads per month. I mean, never dreamed that was going to happen. It's very rewarding when we get questions, and we've gotten a slew recently. Some really good ones, too. Yes, and they're <laughs> they're hard. Very difficult. <laughs> and I wish you people would stop that. That's no, we we love that. And then you know, people who are local, and most of our audience is local. Just catching me when I'm out and about somewhere, or catching you, and I want you to tell your stories of how you've been recognized in public. 
just saying, hey, I'm learning so much, and I didn't know any of this, and I'm I'm just I'm I'm growing deeper in my faith. Those kind of things are hugely encouraging. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's the fuel to keep keep going because mm-hmm. I know it's landing and I know it's helping people to know that it's making that. So, difference. but you have become a minor celebrity uh, locally. <laughs> so Jen sure. Jen has been recognized. What I find funny is Jen's on stage at our church quite a lot, and you're in front of roughly 4,000 people online and in person every time you're up there, and yet you get recognized for another way uh, around here locally. I know. It's so bizarre. And and then I have a follow-up that I don't think I told you. So I'm in line at Starbucks, and I've got I've got some general anxiety disorder, and so things like ordering at Starbucks can really like mess me up, especially if I'm ordering for other people. Cause then it's like, it's gotta be just no so classic sugar-free vanilla right. with the foam and the blah, blah, blah. And so I've, I've got it. I've got it down. I've rehearsed it while I'm waiting in line and I get up to the drive-thru and I'm like, all right, good morning. I would like a blah, blah, blah. And so I get like through it and I notice nothing's going up on the screen and the barista on the other side says, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. I just got to ask. Kitchen table theology. No. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I know they have cameras. And I know that I still have on my pajamas and a hat like I usually do most days. I'm like, oh, yeah. I just love you and Pastor Jeff and blah, blah, blah. Isn't that you know, That's so, so cool. And then there was one day that I was checking out at the grocery store and I was just talking to the to the checker, the, ba- the bag person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't used to call him a bag boy, the, but you can't the, do that anymore. The, the, the person helping <laughs> yes, you. Yes, the person helping me. And somebody behind says, well, Low Country Community Church and Kitchen Table Theology. And, and I went home to my family and I said, is my voice that? And I tried to get out the word recognizable before all three of my family members said, yes. Oh, really? Apparently, yeah. But I... By the looks on their faces, it, it wasn't necessarily a, a compliment. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a very sonorous, mellifluous, dulcet toned voice. I don't, I don't know what it is. Like I said, maybe it sounds different to them than it does to me. But there have been times that I won tickets on the radio, and I had four people call me that day say, "I knew it was you." Knew you, it was you. Before they, so That's I don't so know. Funny. I don't know what it is. Well, that I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> kitchen table theologian. When you see Jen out. Tell her thanks. Or when you hear me out. Or when you hear her out. <laughs> so you got to be minding your P's and Q's when I you're do. out. I yeah. Well, for lots of reasons. Yeah. For, <laughs> yeah. for lots of reasons. The pajama wearing out in public is just one of them. <laughs> just stay in the car. I know. Well, hey, let's kind of see where we are going from here. So we say we're, we're going to keep on keeping on. The train has already left the station. And it's not slowing down. So what? let's dream a little bit. What are your ideas for the future? I think maybe a few more interviews. We've got an interview with Lee Strobel coming up. So excited about yeah, that. Yeah, that'll be, so that'll be awesome. We've got an interview with Dr. Mark Smith, president of Columbia International University, coming up. We've got some others that I think down the road, uh, we, you know, I, I, I enjoy talking to these folks and interviewing these folks. And I think more quizzes. Mm-hmm. The quizzes have proven to be very popular. And uh, we have not done enough. I wish going back, mm-hmm. if that was one of your questions, you know, what do you wish you'd done differently? I wish we'd have done a quiz at the end of each season mm. of each subject I, and theme. We only did three, I think, maybe. Yeah, three, it wasn't yeah, many. Four, we should have many. done probably yeah. 10. Mm-hmm. So maybe more of that. 
But I, I think the 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 uh, direction that we're going to take because. We obviously have not exhausted everything in systematic theology, but I feel pretty confident that we have covered the bigger rocks. Mm-hmm. And so what I think we're going to do, and I hate to, I hate to commit myself to this, but <laughs> what I think— We can edit it out later. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I think I'm going to do is I've got a list of topics, mm. like 50 important Let's just call them words, just 50 important words or concepts of theology and doctrine. And by that, we may go back and just do one podcast on the, the theme of, you know, just we've done this one already. We won't do it again, but just to give you an example of reconciliation mm-hmm. or expiation or propitiation, these big $5 words that we may not know about, but we come across in Scripture mm-hmm. and, well, we just skip. Well, those words are really, really important. I'd like to dive into some of the theology of different denominations Mm -hmm. and what different churches believe and why they believe that. Mm -hmm. I'd like to maybe let's talk about what dispensational theology is versus Reformed theology and and those kind of things. Mm -hmm. We'll keep it fun. Mm -hmm. We'll keep the cookies on the bottom shelf. (laughs) But if, you know, as you're listening, you have friends who are in other churches. And they probably believe some different things than you do. Mm-hmm. That's the reason that they're in that church and you're in yours. Well, what are some of those differences, and how did they get there? Mm-hmm. That that kind of that kind of thing. Some key concepts I know that I want to cover is, and we'll probably do a couple of seasons of this. What happens at the moment of salvation? Mm-hmm. Lewis Berry Schaefer, a theologian that was instrumental in the early years of Dallas Theological Seminary. He wrote in one of his books, it's just a, you know, it's just in one of his books, it's not a whole book, 33 things that happen at the moment hmm. of salvation. And you're like, wait, wait well, I thought there was one. I don't one. think I can name 33 things. Well, yeah. we all think, okay, well, I, I got forgiven of my sins, uh-huh. and I've inherited eternal life. Mm-hmm. Those are the two things. Old things have passed away, new things to right. come, that... Old nature, new nature, but they're, they're basically all under the same umbrella. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what happened at salvation. Well, huh. he shows from Scripture, and I would love to do this, and maybe not all 33, but just spend some serious time on this is what transpires at the moment of salvation for every new, brand new child of God. It's, it's fascinating, and I think it will, at the minimum, you'll come away with a deeper appreciation for what Christ has, has done mm-hmm. for us. So I think those are some of the things that I'm thinking about as as we move forward. But what Podcast 101 is going to be as we're doing this today, I have no idea right now. <laughs> well, it'll be something to look forward to. It'll be something along those. <laughs> did I paint that with a broad enough you did, brush you or did. what? Well, we've got some thank yous that we need to do as yeah. we tie up today's time together. Yes. And some one person that I don't think we've ever thanked on this podcast Ooh. is my friend, your eldest daughter, who does a whole lot behind the scenes, Miss Tiffany Coker. Tiffany Coker. Yes, who... She's a missus, by the way. I, I Well, she's always going to be a miss her, to me. Her, her husband would be surprised to hear that. Sorry, Brian. Hi, Brian. <laughs> Hi, Brian. Her children would, would appreciate that, yes, yeah, too. Yeah. But Tiffany does so much. She does so much for you. She does so much for both of us and coordinating everything. And I don't think we've ever thanked her. So thanks, Tiff. Yeah, th- thank you. I think we have, but not enough. Not, not enough. enough. Not enough for sure. Not enough. Well, at 100, it's... She lines up the interviews. She's found the sound engineers that we, we use, Danny and her team. 
with Streamline mm-hmm. Podcasts. Which we need uh, to thank as well. Helps yeah. uh, find out, like, our friend Jamie's out here recording Jamie today. Jamie Hubbard. And she got, uh, she lines that up. So that's mm-hmm. behind the scenes, but it's, and also does all of the stuff on social media for Kitchen Table Theology. Maybe that's what we ought to do. Maybe we ought to have our own Kitchen Table Theology Instagram account or something like Ooh. that. But yeah, I'm not adding anything else. What am I saying? <laughs> Forget I said that. Erase that. Somebody. Oh, gosh. Well, we just mentioned a lot of people on our team here at Low Country. So we yeah. want to thank our, our church family as a whole. Thank them. For yeah, and thank their church family as a whole because this costs. Mm-hmm. And those who make Low Country community uh, their church home and then their giving, they're a part of this. So if that's you listening today, let Jen and I say a specific thank you to you because you give. Uh, we're able to do this. And then we want to thank, finally, the Kitchen Table Theology Nation. Nation, yes. The community at large. I think more of it as a community and not a nation. Hey, it's growing into a nation. We'll, we'll have a we'll have a mascot it's, before we know it. Oh, my word. It's a small nation. But yeah, thank Tiny you so much. Mighty. Tiny but mighty. Tiny but mighty. Well, hey, Kitchen Table Theologians, thanks so much for sticking with us through these 100 episodes, and thank you for listening today to this landmark podcast. And if you like today's podcast or any of our previous podcasts, if they've been helpful to you in your journey with Christ, then we'd love you to help get that content out further. You can do that by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform, giving us a rating or review here or there, and letting someone you know and care about know about kitchen table theology hey can i make a special request yes if, if you're still listening after all this <laughs> if you've never left us a rating or if you've never left a review would you just in celebration of our 100th podcast would you do us that favor because that really helps it really does get the word out there and it helps more people to find us it, mm-hmm. it amps up the algorithms Mm-hmm. And so people, when people search for a podcast regarding theology, they will find us quicker. And we would uh, really appreciate you doing that. You just go wherever you're listening from. If you've never done it before, scroll down a little bit. You'll see five stars. You can give us one to five stars, and then you can write a little bit, just a sentence, maybe two sentences of a review if it's been helpful to you. We would really be grateful for that. That'd be a good way to celebrate the 100th. It would, Podcast. and put that little emoji with the megaphone and the confetti. I like that one. <laughs> can you do that in a review? I don't know. I don't know I either. You <laughs> can. Know. If not, just put in parentheses, megaphone with confetti, and we'll know you are listening right now. <laughs> if not, Jen will do a, a bonus podcast on how to put emojis in a review. Oh, my goodness. Well, hey, thanks for sticking with us, and we hope that you will join us as we go into what will next time be episode 101. And as always, remember that the real power of theology is not only knowing it, but applying it. You've been listening to the Kitchen Table Theology Podcast with Jen Denton and Pastor Jeff Cranston. Join us next time for more insights into biblical truth. If you'd like to know more on today's topic, you can check out the show notes at jeffcranston.com. You can also email us at pastorjeff at lowcountrycc.org. If you're enjoying this podcast, would you consider leaving a rating and review on iTunes? We deeply appreciate your help in getting the word out. And be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or in your favorite podcasting app to continue this journey with us as we learn about and apply God's word to our lives. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time here at Kitchen Table Theology.